Welcome to 52 Pearls, the weekly money wisdom podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm joined by Melissa Friedenberg, Pearl Planning Financial Advisor. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. (laughs) You're never going to forget our names because, of course, we're both named Melissa, children of the 70s. So each week we provide a bite-sized actionable tip that we hope will help you make better financial decisions. The purpose of our podcast is to accompany our weekly financial tips, which we call 52 Pearls. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to sharing along the way. Hi, it's Melissa Joy here, and today we're going to be talking about what should I do with my 401k. We've been hearing that this is one of the most Googled personal finance questions during the economic downturn, the new bear market, and coronavirus. So we wanted to give you some practical tips that you can use to apply to your decisions in your retirement plan today. Hi, Melissa. How are you doing? Going well. Still sheltering in place, still homeschooling and working, but um, I'm starting to get used to it. I feel like I'm getting into a groove, so that's good. Good. That's terrific. Well, we've got a hot topic here today, one that applies to many working Americans. And I think that we all are thinking about both our current situation as well as the future. And so retirement plans really fit into both of those areas. And so I'm looking forward to a conversation that will be relevant to so many people. Yeah. Rising unemployment rate, this is going to continue to be a hot topic. And people are often, even in good markets, not sure what to do with their 401k. So I think it's extremely important to cover this right now and really let people know what their options are. Well, the first thing that I always mention to people when they say, what should I do with my retirement plan, whether it's a 401k, 403b, individual retirement account, is it depends. It depends on your life circumstances. So in this conversation, we're going to anticipate some of the life circumstances that are probably shared by many of you. And the first thing I did research on was how are investors making decisions as we've come into this bear market? So are they all going into cash? Are they making big adjustments in their accounts? And we have data from a couple retirement plan sources, which seems to indicate that no, investors have had relatively good behavior. In fact, an Empower survey of 2000 investors showed that more than 70% of them had no plans to cash out. And we got good data across the board about personal investor decisions. So kudos to those investors who are kind of staying the course. That's great news. Now, have you had clients ask you um, if they're still employed, if they should stop contributing to their employee plan? Because I've had a few people ask me about that because of the market downturn. I said, maybe I'll just hold off on making contributions until it comes back. Yeah, I've gotten that question too. And I've also heard people mention that they made a great move in 2008 and 2009 by like putting everything on hold. And I actually encourage people to consider the opposite. First of all, to continue to invest. And if you do have job security, which not everybody does right now, so I'm, you know, just putting that condition on upfront. I always say, how can you be saving more? Could you 
accelerate your contributions to the first half of the year or into these next few months so that you are investing at potentially a lower price point. Right. And I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions is that if your account value is down, if the market has already um, gone down since you're high, you're actually getting more shares as you're contributing every month. So that's a great idea to actually um, accelerate it and get it. I agree with you. It's easy to see on paper, but it's just counterintuitive because you're so nervous when you hear about things going down. Right. So what would you tell people if they don't have that clarity about their job circumstances or they may have been recently laid off about what they might consider for a 401k? Sure. Well, as far as options on what to do with that 401k, especially if they don't have another job lined up right now, um, so the option of rolling it into their new employer's plan isn't necessarily there. Uh, an option to consider is opening up an IRA and rolling that old plan into a retirement account in their name. Right. You have, a, you have several choices. Some of the relief in the CARES Act is dependent upon you currently being with your employer. That's what I think about when I think about a 401k loan. Um, so th that's less of an option when you, or not an option when you are no longer with that employer. And of course, it's a case by case decision, but you have some flexibility and options depending on what you think about your current employer's plan and the options they give you as well. Also, I think people who don't have the job security, or maybe you are still employed, you have job security, but your family's income is declining because one of you, if there's a two-income household, um, has taken a pay reduction or is no longer employed, some people may have to consider their 401k as an asset that both helps them in the future, but also helps them today. So there are some components of the CARES Act that allow you to have more flexibility if you need to take a distribution in order to pay it back, pay less taxes or not a penalty. And then also there's some more flexibility in terms of 401k loans if you can prove you've been impacted by coronavirus. Now, do you recommend doing that as far as like a first place to look for um, additional income if needed or what other options do people have? Well, in an ideal world, you had emergency reserves, but we, <laughs> we're not living in an ideal world. And, and frankly, getting emergency reserves together is a really hard task for most working Americans. But if you do have cash on hand, sometimes I've noticed that people are like, well, that cash is sacred to me, so I'll, I'll kind of touch my retirement account first. And I always tell them, knowing the retirement account is there as a backup, backstop, as well as other backstops, whether it's loans, credit cards, um, home equity, then you can use your emergency reserve for its intended purpose, which is emergencies. And, and for many of us, this is an emergency right now. So I don't tell people to first go to their you know, long-term retirement plan. I don't know, how do you feel about that? No, I agree. And then if you're no longer employed with that employer, you're not eligible to take a loan from that 401k. Right. So it just depends on your circumstances. And as financial planners, we really consider those long-term assets to be pretty sacred. But, you know, this is an emergency. So we're going to work with you on what's best for you. And it, it depends on your, how you approach money. It depends on your current and future needs. 
So never say never. I just want you to be really careful when you consider your options. Now, what if you um, left your employer and um, you have your old 401k there, but you also have other zombie accounts from previous retirement plans? Well, I just saw this term zombie account. I think it's um, very appropriately describes the type of account that I see quite often. So you know, in today's day and age, people don't work at the same employer forever. You kind of hop around, you hopefully are building your career, and, which means that there may be company plans you have at a variety of places. And it may be a zombie account if it's like neglected, leftover, you have, you don't even know if you're getting statements, you just know maybe there's some money there, but not quite sure what's going on. Sometimes we find those accounts are in cash, sometimes they have a, um, lack of a beneficiary or at least an appropriate beneficiary. So maybe you have your parents listed, but you're um, in a relationship and, or you have kids and you need to retitle beneficiaries. So yeah, I, I see that a lot with divorcee clients where they actually have mm -hmm. their ex-husband listed as beneficiary on those too. So that's always an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, you, it's just like anything else. Like you need to do a little maintenance, a little organization. And so it's always a good time to kind of deal with those accounts, but I'd say now more than ever, why not get them in good working order, figure out what the point is. You may need to reorganize and simplify with less accounts so that you can keep track of them. And you may have options either to put them in your current employer plan or to put them into a retire an individual retirement account or something like that. I see one of the biggest problems is people not knowing how those are allocated. Again, there's zombie accounts. They haven't looked at them. And I know oftentimes, even in a downturn, people say, I'm not looking at my accounts. I'm not looking at them because they're afraid to see how far they're down. Um, but when they do look at them, they realize that either they're in cash. So they were not actually invested in the market, even through one of the longest bull run markets that's happened twice to me in the last six months mm -hmm. with clients. Um, and then the opposite is sometimes true. They'll say, oh, it, it shouldn't be down. It's in cash. It's in a stable account and it wasn't invested. And then you look at it and it was hundred percent equity. So I feel like oftentimes people might not be looking at their statements, thinking they're just doing the right thing to let it grow, but it's really time to reevaluate how those accounts were allocated. I couldn't agree more. There's a difference between uh, not touching your accounts often or kind of letting them go and flow um, if it's because you're, um, you know, you, you just have a patience in a long-term perspective, it's totally different if you, you're not taking ownership of that, um, of that account. And so it, it's relatively minimal work to establish a game plan, but the first step is to just, you know, go through the records and see what the heck you own. Right. And I think reevaluating time frame is really important as well. I actually um, worked on a financial plan with clients last night, and when talking to the husband about um, his plan, he felt the market was going to continue to have a downturn, and he was really worried about losing money. He was 100% equity, and um, when he asked me about the allocation of maybe scaling it back a bit, I said, it's not so much about what I think the market's going to do because nobody knows exactly what the market's going to do, but it's about your time frame. You want to retire in five years. So being hundred percent equity and retiring in five years probably doesn't make the most amount of sense. Absolutely. That happens a lot when you're just first working with a new client is 
when we do financial planning, we review things annually and we can make those modifications and adjustments in a very incremental way that fits your changing life. And that's not always the case if you haven't been refreshing your plans over time. Right. And, and you and I do financial planning as well as asset management. So it is interesting when clients have outside accounts that maybe aren't included in their financial plan. That's something to definitely consider. Absolutely. And that brings me to the last point that I wanted to make in, if you're approaching retirement or in retirement, but you still have those 401k accounts, then you, you may need to do a refresh of your perspective on the accounts. I, I would encourage you to see what the changing market values have done to your retirement plan. In many cases, if you had solid foundation of retirement planning, things still look the same or very similar. So you might need to make some minor adjustments, but not major adjustments. But if you haven't really reviewed your full retirement picture, then don't just look at how you've invested in your 401k. Look at your overall, you know, kind of how much you were able to spend in order to keep yourself in a good zone for today as well as over time. Do we have any resources we can share with listeners that might want to look at whether it makes sense for them to keep their retirement plan at their old company or possibly roll it over into an IRA? Yeah, I've got a great checklist that goes over 401k considerations, and then we'll make sure to include that in show notes. And I'd also encourage you to just have a conversation with a financial planner to review your overall circumstances. Your 401k account is in context of your entire financial plan. It's one portion. And so as you're reviewing those things, we'd be happy to help you with a conversation just to see where you're at. If you'd like to make an appointment to review your plan with us, you can go to our website at www.pearlplan.com and we can schedule a Zoom meeting consultation right over our website through our calendar link. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'd love to hear if there are topics that you're thinking about, um, both during coronavirus, but just in general too. We really think some of this advice is good for you long-term and we're so excited to be able to share our wisdom with you. Thanks so much. Have a great day. You can access our first eight episodes now and we'll be releasing new episodes each Monday. For more information, visit pearlplan.com or our Facebook page, Pearl Planning Wealth.